following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Happy Freaky Friday, guys. Uh, it's week 13 of the NFL season. As you're listening to this, I'm currently sitting in Key West, Florida. We're here to talk some fantasy football with you guys. Um, this week's week 13 slates, matchups we like, matchups we don't, stuff you should look into betting, stuff you should avoid. Guys, we're starting out hot. A guy who, for the rest of the season, has a very strong schedule. Chances are, if you didn't jump on him when we told you to, you're not going to get him now. But Trevor Lawrence is an absolute must-start. Lawrence, at this point, is quarterback 12 in most standard formats. He's got the 32nd-ranked Detroit Lions. Um, They don't have to win for him to be great, although they did win last week. And he had a hell of a week. I'd like Trevor Lawrence to be able to continue to put up points this week. I like Trevor Lawrence over on yards if you're betting prop bets. Hell, I like Trevor Lawrence plus two touchdowns this week as well. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, a bit of a tougher matchup here. Um, but Garoppolo has held his own the last couple weeks. He's been over 16 points since uh, 16 points every week uh, between week five and last week against the Saints. Saints obviously being a bit of a tougher offense to play or defense to play the Cardinals were the worst team in the league he hung 25 on them uh currently the Miami Dolphins rank worse than Arizona does here so fire up Jimmy G if you're in need of a of a flex spot this week I kind of really like that option uh, especially in your daily fantasy leagues if you can get him on over under and yardage I can't see it being much more than 200 225 Um, He's consistently put up over 225 pretty much every week except for the Saints game. So if you can get anything on Jimmy Garoppolo, take your money where you can. Justin Herbert this week, he's got the Raiders. They are third worst in the league. Fire him up. He's slipping back into a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Week one against the Raiders, he had 24 points. We want to get as much out of Justin Herbert as we can. Jalen Hurts, big matchup. He's got the Eagles this week. Eagles uh, are miserable. Might be the best way to put this. Or Eagles, Eagles are facing a miserable Titans team, and Hurts has continued to be good. You're going to fire up Hurts. Mike White. What do we say about Mike White? Um, sure, he beat the Bears. He threw 300-plus yards and three touchdowns. I think Mike White's your trap this week. I think they are going to be in trouble, and I think the Vikings defense is going to show up finally. Uh, I'm not buying into the Mike White hype. Personally, Detroit Lions, they got a good matchup against the Jaguars. Jared Goff's top 20 quarterback. Jared Goff is worth playing as well if you're looking to play the over-under on passing yards. Um, He's been all over the board. He's had two recent performances under 200 yards, and then he's had 
two recent performances over 230 yards. He had 321 yards against the Dolphins. Uh, he's gone over 300 a couple times. I think I'd be willing to take Jared Goff over 250 on passing yards this week, but I do like him as a flex play as well. Marcus Mariota, he's quarterback 12 in fantasy. Don't fall for the allure. I don't care who they're playing. Granted, it's the Steelers. They had a very banged-up secondary, but Atlanta has no targets around him anymore. Mariota is as good as waiver wire trash at this point. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, they're going to have to throw to win. He's got the Kansas City Chiefs at 4 o'clock on Sunday. I really like Joe Burrow to be one of the top three fantasy quarterbacks this week. Kenny Pickett, decent matchup against the Falcons. I think Pickett will probably be able to put up over 225 yards this week. Um, Pickett to throw a touchdown, I think I'd play that this week. I'm, I'm sure those odds aren't bad. He hasn't thrown a lot, um, but I'd be willing to take my money on that. The opposite end here, Ryan Tannehill, very tough matchup against the Eagles. I think we can uh, solidly say we weren't planning on playing Ryan Tannehill, but nobody's really going to do it here. Lamar Jackson, very tough matchup against the Broncos. I'm going to say right now, would not shock me to see the Broncos give Lamar fits. The Carolina game, Carolina's a very strong team against the quarterback. They held him to 15 fantasy points. Jacksonville, yes, he had 22, but he, he really didn't have a great game. Cleveland, only 120 yards in that game. Buffalo held him to 144 yards early in the season. He's proven that he's able to be stumbled. And I can see, if anything, the Broncos team, he goes in maybe a little bit overzealous, and it could humble him. Deshaun Watson, very tough matchup against the Texans team here. Obviously, he's going to want to go and spoil his former team's, uh, I guess, I don't really know how to call it, but he's going to want to try to beat his, his former team here. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a good or bad thing. Houston's third against the pass. Pat Mahomes has a tough match against the Bengals, but he's Pat Mahomes. We're okay with guessing he'll get over 20 points. Tua Bailoa, a tough matchup this week against the 49ers. And the Niners secondary has been clutch. So I don't think you have to dial up Tua if you really have better options. Um, two running backs here. Nick Chubb, best matchup of the week. Texans are the worst team in the league against the run. We are firing up Nick Chubb on all cylinders. Uh, Cam Akers, very good matchup against the Seahawks. I don't necessarily love that one. We haven't seen how that timeshare is going to shake out. And I don't love Akers or Kyron Williams. Damian Pierce, a very nice matchup against the Browns. He's got to kind of get moving again. He's had a couple down weeks. I think this is the week you see Damian Pierce get really functional and back into the swing of stuff. Josh Jacobs, as long as he's healthy, very, very strong matchup for him again. He's running back to the Chargers are the 29th team in the league against the run. Um, week one against the same Chargers team, he was held to only eight points, but he really started to get running around week four. I think Jacobs takes advantage of that if he's healthy. If not, fire up Amir Abdullah this week. He's a nice waiver wire pickup. He had a very good game last week. Um, he seems to be your number two there. Austin Eckler, another good matchup. He's fantasy quarterback one. He's got the Raiders. He's going to produce whether it's on the ground or in the air. Aaron Jones, a nice matchup against the Bears. He has a solid game plan here. Seventh ranked running back. Um, week two against them, he hung 132 yards and one touchdown. Not saying it's a guarantee, but it wouldn't shock me to see Aaron Jones do that again. David Montgomery, good matchup against the Packers as well. They've been very bad against the run. Week two against the Packers. 
Dave Montgomery had his his uh one of his top three seasonal games was 17.6 points, 122 yards. Montgomery's well worth firing up this week. Najee Harris will be interesting to see if he plays. He's very banged up. He's got a great matchup, but he had some abdominal question after he left the game Monday. Derrick Henry, very good matchup against the Eagles. Eagles haven't been great against the run. Henry should be able to exploit and at least get some yards here. Joe Mixon, if he does return, has a solid matchup against the Chiefs, and we know he'll always be utilized as a pass catcher. Uh, to the other end, though, we we can kind of flat out say we don't love Buffalo's matchup this week. The, they aren't using the run a lot to begin with, and if they do, it's Devin Singletary getting fired up. Singletary carries value, I guess, as a receiving back, but even that, I might try to get him out of my lineups this week. Uh, New England second in the league against the running back. Miami, very tough matchup against the Niners. Jeff Wilson did not run the ball well last week against everybody's thoughts. Raheem Oster was out. Maybe it was that fact there that, you know, you didn't have your two guys, but they have a the first-ranked San Francisco team. New Orleans, Alvin Kamara, he's fantasy quarterback or fantasy running back 15, and he has struggled to get it going over the last four weeks. He goes into another tough matchup against Tampa Bay. Uh, he didn't play week two against Tampa Bay. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think Alvin Kamara needs to be a player you have to start this week. Saquon Barkley is starting to kind of verge back towards that as well. Saquon, receiving-wise, kept him afloat. He had 15 points against Dallas, but he only had five points against Detroit two weeks prior. Um, Washington's very well regarded here. It's fire up Saquon because he is running back six, but I'm going to tell you right now, it would not shock me to see Saquon come in under 15 points again this week. Philadelphia, um, tough matchup here. Miles Sanders faces the Titans. They're sixth-ranked. But we know the offense goes through the running backs. Denver's got a very tough matchup when they see Baltimore. Uh, I don't need to fire up Latavius Murray ever. I don't trust that. Rashad White, a tough matchup again. If Leonard Fournette comes back, that's double tough. I don't trust either of those, those Tampa backs. Ken Walker, a tough matchup, and he stumbled on a good one last week. So keep an eye out for what happens with Kenneth Walker going forward with the rookie stumbles. Isaiah Pacheco, same thing, tough matchup. To tight ends. Tyler Higby seems to constantly face good matchups. He's got the Seahawks again. Um, his first game against the Seahawks. This is his first game against the Seahawks. Um, but it seems like whenever he gets a very good matchup, Arizona, 10 points. Um, Dallas was weak at that point. 12 points. Arizona the second time, 15 points. Yes, they're a tough team to face because you don't know what they're going to do. Higby might be worth firing up just due to the bad secondary or bad play against tight ends that you get from Seattle. George Kittle, very good matchup against the Dolphins. He has been streaky as of late, but he did have the huge game against Arizona. Look for him to at least bounce back, be over 15 points this week against the Dolphins. I like Kittle. I like Ingram as well. Evan Ingram has had a solid um Evan Ingram has had a solid middle of the season. He had week five, six, seven, and eight, everything was nine plus points. The last three weeks, however, have kind of gone down Tougher teams to play, uh, Baltimore being one of those teams. But I like him against the Lions to bounce back and have a 10-point week. Uh, who? What else do we got here? Washington kind of mixes in. New Orleans is on this list. Uh, Tampa Bay has been bad, but I think that's more Juwan Johnson that's going to benefit. Then you're going to get Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is still tight end number 11, but he's only got like three receiving yards. He's not receiving the ball it's all rushing. Gerald Everett, he's a bum. 
Uh, the first week against the Raiders, he did have a 15-point game. He's kind of just dropped off the radar. If you drop him already, you don't need to go jump to get him back. Dawson Knox has a nice matchup this week. He's been a little bit hit or miss. Uh, the Cleveland game, he had a nice game, 7 for 70. Minnesota as well, 6 for 57. Detroit game went down a little bit, but Detroit's been at least decent against the tight end. I think you might see a bounce back here. I wouldn't be shocked to see Dawson Knox, who's probably very touchdown dependent at this point, put up a touchdown this week. We'll say Dawson Knox is a 13-plus point candidate this week. Tyler Conklin, tough matchup against Minnesota. Well, a decent matchup against Minnesota. The problem is we don't really know where he lies. I guess the thing is the first three weeks of the season was without Zach Wilson, and were probably his best three weeks. He had one good week against New England, and that was the 10 targets, 79 yards, two touchdown game. Minnesota's not great. Uh, Conklin's probably got an upside of about 8 to 12 points. Not a bad bet, but I'm sure you can find better. Pat Vermuth, your tight end number six, sneakily been uh, in contention all year. He's got a good matchup against Atlanta. I really like Vermuth this week. Um... Until the far end, the guys we don't really love, the guys you don't need to look at. Kate Otten, very tough matchup. Tom Brady's started to look at him a lot. Um, last week, not really, but week four to week 10, he was receiving three-plus targets a minimum of a game. He got none last week. I don't think you got to worry about it this week. I think you're probably in the same boat. New York Giants, same thing. Daniel Bellinger's only questionable return. We don't know who's going to be the starter if not. They face another very strong team there. Jordan Aiken starting to kind of quietly come up the uh, depth charts here. Um, he's had 10 points in two of his last three outings. Miami and New York on the board, but Cleveland's been very stout against the tight end. I'm not going to jump on the Jordan Aiken train here. Uh, Mike Gusecki, very tough matchup. The Niners are fourth in the league against the tight end. Same goes with Robert Tunyon, very strong against the Bears. They're fifth. Uh, Tunyon's week two matchup against Chicago. He only had three points, two catches for 11 yards. Jelani Woods, I'd love to tell you that we like him. Last week was the first game he's seen more than three targets. I understand new coaching staff, whatnot, but is this attainable? Is this going to be continued this season? I like Jelani Woods' long-term success. I don't know about right now. Cole Komet, He's starting to drop off. He had those two red-hot weeks, and he's quickly slipping from there. Uh, three for 35, three for 27 in the last two games. I don't think it's going to be much different. Expect that six-point window again for him. Uh, tight ends have been a mess. So, I mean, Travis Kelsey is your old go-to. He's got a good matchup against the Bengals. Expect him to probably hang about 20 points because that's what he does. Same goes with Dalton Schultz. He has a very strong matchup this week against the Colts. They're 18th in the league against tight end. Uh, since the return of Dak Prescott, We've seen 13, 17, the five games or the five point stinger against Minnesota, and 19 from G, uh, Dalton Schultz. Schultz is getting back in the swing just fine. To receiver though, before we close out this game, Atlanta's got the best matchup of the week. I don't know if that's going to mean anything for you, quite honestly. Drake London has been very shoddy with poor quarterback play involved. They're throwing the ball at him, but nothing's getting in the target area. He's touchdown dependent at this point, and if he's not, he's below five points most weeks. Uh, Olamide Zaccheus gets the play, but is anybody ever going to feel good about playing Olamide Zaccheus? Christian Kirk and uh, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones are two of the guys you're really going to look at here. Christian Kirk has had some good weeks. Last week actually being his one of his worst weeks of the season. He had nine targets, but he only caught four for 46. Zay Jones in their hand had a huge game. 
He's t- wide receiver 35. He had 14 targets last week, 11 catches, 145 yards. I like both Zay Jones and Christian Kirk's upside this week. Um, Philadelphia, another good matchup. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. I really like Devonta Smith against that number two corner. Um, Tennessee's secondary has been a train wreck. F- Pittsburgh has a great matchup, but... How well do we trust Kenny Pickett getting the ball out to the receivers? Because he still hasn't shown it. Cortland Sutton, good matchup against the Ravens. The Ravens continue to allow a ton of points, as seen last week. Um, I like Sutton. I like Jerry Judy this week as well. The Jets, Garrett Wilson, really just been producing. He's got the Vikings, who have not stayed healthy at the er, the cornerback position. Garrett Wilson, and even Elijah Moore to an extent. Solid plays this week. Jamar Chase has a good matchup. In his return game against the Chiefs, Chase, Higgins, and Boyd should all be possibilities for 10-plus points. Buffalo is on this list here. I don't think it's going to be as bad as they're expecting. I think your slot corners could be your best option, as this already happened. But um, I really just I would love to talk more about where we think Buffalo's secondary is. That might be a later episode situation there. Um... Seattle's got a good matchup this week. They face the 24th-ranked defense of the Rams. DK Metcalf's been good all year. Uh, Mike Evans, solid matchup against the Saints. You know he's going to outpower Marshawn Lattimore, but we also know that there's a lot of heat between those two. We'll see how that goes. Tariq Hill, this is what we talked about. The Niners are giving points up, but I don't think they're really scoring often. So Waddle and Hill are going to produce, but I don't think it's touchdowns going with it. Amonor St. Brown has a very strong matchup this week. He continues to have target share beyond anything he should. Um, he currently threw currently threw 13 weeks, missed one, left injured in a second, and had a bye week. So through 12 games, 9 total games that he's played, uh, you take away the bye week and the injury week, plus that the game he came back in and got injured in Dallas, he's averaging nine targets a game. Target share is king in fantasy football. And Amonor St. Brown continues to feast. I love St. Brown's upside here. Uh, Houston, it's tough to really look at. The Browns' secondary hasn't been great, and they can't stay healthy, but they rotate who gets the ball more than often. Um, for the longest time, we were looking at Brandon Cook's led offense. Now you've got Nico Collins over the last couple weeks. Collins is, has averaged Collins is averaging about eight targets a game. Um, so Collins is starting an uptick here, and I kind of like the the option for that. Towards the back half of the year, you might see more John Coll- or uh, Nico Collins really taking off. Uh, but the opposite end here, guys, we don't really love guys. We're going to try to avoid. Might not be able to get any further than that. Um, Kansas City's tough this week. Uh, I mean, realistically, what else do they have? Juju's not healthy. Valdez Scantling's not healthy. The Rams are a mess. You're looking at Tutu Atwell, Ben Skruanek, and Van Jefferson. The Bills have a tough matchup, but we know their cornerbacks are beatable, and Josh Allen's the only player to have thrown for 300 yards against Bill Belichick three times. Raiders have a tough matchup. 
Devontae Adams is the only player you you're gonna start out of that group. Green Bay's got a very tough matchup this week. The Bears have been tight or tight, tight, tight defensively. But Christian Watson's been red hot lately. Uh Watson's last three games, 35, 22, and 30 or 23 points. Um, after the Chicago game, you have the bye, then you have the Rams, Dolphins, and Vikings. I actually had Christian Watson available in one of my leagues, and I jumped on him to go towards the playoff run. Uh, Tennessee Titans, Traylon Burke doesn't have a great matchup. You can probably avoid him against Philadelphia, uh, but I think that'll that'll really do it, guys. Uh, we're going to jump off here. Thank you for jumping on to listen to another week of Fantasy Beasts. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, Kyle, at Chicken Dippin'. Hit him up online, chickendippin.com, or use code 716 on his website uh, for 15% off your order. Check him out on Instagram as well, chicken underscore dippin', to see what they do best. But until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those Fantasy Beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.